0: This is the St. Luligan Podcast Network. Welcome again to another episode of The Silly with the Lil against Mitch, Sarah. Hey. Bird is not here, so we'll go to Brad. Hello. Brad, we got a couple people sitting with us today, and we're out and about somewhere, too.
1: We are at much controversy on the last show whether we would be on the second or third floor of Schlafly for our event yep. this Saturday. Mm-hmm. We will be on the second floor. You guys were right.
2: I was right. You were right. Yeah.
1: But there is a third floor because we're sitting on it right now.
0: We are on the third floor.
1: I
2: think it's actually two and a half. Okay. <laughs>
1: And we're looking out
0: right right into the back of the supporter section. Yep. We can see it right out the window. Yes. Guess, you, who else, guess who else can see it?
2: If you could throw it like really hard, you could throw something over there.
0: Oh,
1: absolutely. They could get one of those slingshots, you know, the big ones, and yep. launch a beer yep. oh, to the
0: top row. I bet one of our guests could kick a ball over there. I bet so. I bet he could even throw the ball over there.
1: Okay. You're talking about Seebeck, right?
3: Yes,
0: yeah. Matt Seebeck.
3: Hello,
1: welcome. She's experience officer. And that,
0: that gives you all the experiences you need to accommodate these tosses. That that's we're right. So about. You're,
3: I was the individual you were talking about that could kick a ball well, across? Well, of course. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean,
0: I've seen, I've seen the TikToks and, you know. I and, can do it.
3: It, yeah. does, it does look fantastic from this
0: third or second and a half story.
1: What's yes. awesome. Thanks I've for seen, having it.
0: Thank you.
3: Yeah, absolutely.
1: And our more important guest... <laughs> And you I, do, I do me. mean offense, Matt. Uh, we have Lutz Fannenstiel, the technical director. Is that what we're going with? Sporting director of St. Louis City SC.
0: Welcome. Thank you. Glad to be here. He says that now. We'll yeah. give him 45 minutes. We'll see if that changes.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, we've got a lot of stuff we wanted to address with you guys. We know we've got short on time. So I want to hit the number one issue right out of the
0: gate. Parking garages. Yeah. (laughs) Matt, have you heard anything about parking garages?
3: All right. We're done here. Thank you very much. Good show. Thank you, everybody. All right. Now that he's gone. Yes.
1: Yep. No, we wanted to get you guys here to talk a little bit about, let people get to know you, especially from the supporters. Um, And we can start with the big news that happened just recently. You've hired some academy signings or coaching staff, technical Mm -hmm. staff. Uh, We know some of them. We don't know Andreas Schumacher, who is going to be the head coach. Why don't you tell us a little bit about Andreas?
4: Yeah, Andy is, you know, I think uh, he he brings a a very good mixture of being still very young, but already very experienced, having worked as an assistant coach in the Bundesliga for uh, Stuttgart and Hamburg, also being the head coach of the under-23s in Hamburg and worked recently also as an assistant in Stuttgart, but more focused as a so-called face coach getting the youngsters from the U-17, U-19 up into the pro team and creating young, new talent, fresh talent, homegrown talent. I think that was uh, one of the key factors that that he worked actually in all that that roles already. So uh, combining all that together, I think that he was really a good fit in that first uh, yeah, academy head coach.
1: Um, in addition to Andreas, we've got, uh, like I said, some other people we're a little bit more familiar with. Uh, Louis Swisher who was the academy coach at St. Louis FC we've seen them play a little bit mm-hmm. they had a nice little run in MLS Next or I don't even know if it was MLS Next at the time it was whatever the that group is yeah. now um, but we've seen him work uh, we've seen Tim Kelly obviously he's produced a lot of really top tier goalkeepers in the country from St. Louis uh, David Critchley highly rated out of Lou Fuse hmm. we like the fact that you're It's not just one academy, you're kind of looking at the different academies. But key to all this is you did go after some local talent. It wasn't just people you knew from, you know, you realized you had to bring in some St. Louis style.
4: Yeah, definitely uh, very, very important. I mean, I think it's the mix to bring national talent or international talent but really have a, a big number of, of, of the best local coaches as well. So uh, I, I had a lot of time to really look through the market, watch lots of sessions everywhere and uh, I think David and Louis really uh, were outstanding. They do really fit also the way they see football, the way they play football. Uh, we were talking a lot about uh, the game philosophy and I think exactly that was one of the most important points that they really immediately bore in my idea how we want to play. Uh, also, the way they, uh, uh, you know, I got them together uh, uh, later on also to have a chat with Andy Schumacher as well. So, there is also a good chemistry from the start. And you mentioned uh, uh, TK. I mean, Tim Kelly is like some kind of uh, like a local goalkeeper celebrity, you <laughs> know, like uh, created really lots of talent, works hard. Also, I mean, me as a former goalkeeper and also as a FIFA instructor. Uh, I do always have a, a look at goalkeepers automatically naturally. <laughs> and uh, the, way, the way he works, also his training sessions, I, I watched a lot of that. Uh, he combines some good traditional goalkeeping with a lot of modern influence by creating a goalkeeper who is good with both feeds. So all that again, is part of our of our philosophy. and that's why uh, I think we selected exactly these guys.
0: So I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it up because you said it, the way we're gonna play. What is the way we're going to play?
4: Well, the way, the most important thing is, I think, to say that all our teams will play the same philosophy, the same ID, the same, uh, you know, we can call it ID, DNA. Uh, I call it the philosophy Uh, from our U14, 15 up to the pro team. uh, All age groups will play the same style of football. Uh, How will it be? It will be modern. It will be high pressing. It will be positively aggressive. It also should... Mirror and reflect somehow the, the Midwestern lifestyle, the Midwestern way of 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 of, of living, hardworking, down to earth, uh, like definitely a blue collar approach. You know, something the people on the stands can really relate to. This is how we want to play. Um, I mean, go a bit more technical. Like we want to push up very high. We want to make the playing field as tight as possible. So basically, every team who comes into St. Louis they should be worried to come in because it won't be fun for them.
1: Now you mentioned you know, wanting to play this across the academy, the reserve team, up to the pro team. Is it a little difficult because you haven't picked that head coach yet? Or is it you're looking for a head coach that fits into your philosophy and you'll find whoever it is?
4: I think you answered that question already. Okay. You know, we will not hire a head coach who comes with his own philosophy and I mean everybody it's important to have your own your own mind your own ideas but we want to have a head coach who exactly fills in that role how we want to play otherwise it wouldn't work out yeah. you know if we having saying we want to play one unified clear uh, philosophy and then we're doing it all right from the from the youngsters up to the reserves and then we having the pro coach who does everything different then uh, the whole the whole thing doesn't make sense anymore the reason to have everything in the same style is also to make it as easy as possible for the players. If a player goes from one age group to the other, or even jumps over an age group, he knows exactly what we want him to do, he knows exactly how we want him to play, and that also goes into the individual player profiles. This typical St. Louis City is see left back, have a clear profile how we want him to play, and that will not change from the U14 up to the pro team. It's like one idea. Of course you can't say everything will always be exactly the same there is always some little things to adjust and we will adjust bits and pieces but the basic idea the main philosophy will stay the same
1: and I think that that will probably translate into players the kind of guys you're looking to sign obviously if you if you've got a chance to sign a really special talented player you can make adjustments to their game but you know the kind of players you're looking for. And I think you mentioned blue collar. I mean, that's what we love. We love guys that get in and grind and, you know, put in a shift. And I know at the end of the day, you've given your all. And I think that's some of the best MLS clubs we like to watch too. Whether it's Kansas City or Columbus, you know, we're not Miami. You know, St. Louis is not going to attract Ronaldo when he wants to come. And you know what I'm saying? It's not a sexy city. That doesn't mean I don't love the city. That doesn't mean I don't think, A lot of people will want to come here, but it's not—we're not not competing with LA, New York, things like that.
4: No, I don't think we want to compete with uh, the we mentioned Miami, LA, New York. Um, You know, and also when it comes to the to the to the foreign players, when it comes to the, uh, don't expect that we we sign players with a huge curriculum being 34 years old. It doesn't fit in our idea. We want to have young, hungry players who come here, who want to go the next step, who's still on the way up to develop. There is no point uh, if if a player tells me, I want two World Cups and I want three Champions League titles and he's 34, and he doesn't really want to work hard on the field. Everything we do on the field is based on a a unit, it's 11 players working there as a group, and if you have one or two superstars, like some clubs at the moment have, (laughs) and you see some of the results, that doesn't really go well down. The way we want to play that really you know working hard on a high intensity football that means everybody must be sharp everybody must be able to run everybody must work and especially he must want to work and be able to give everything till the last moment and that also will be the selection of our of our of our foreign players or also the the, the top us players this is something we will definitely have a very close look at who we bring in
0: and this this is timely because what was it last week two weeks ago there's a clip going around on social media where there's a we'll call it a retirement player coming from (laughs) Europe who walked half the field and his left wing made a great cross nobody was there to finish it and and it's gotten a lot of derision across social media and with a lot of soccer fans especially locally about that whole MLS as a retirement league so hearing that's not something on our future Thank you from all the fans. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Well, that's-
1: and I think it's changing. I mean, obviously, when MLS started, it was very definitely that. Right. And and you kind of had to do that to sell the game. But now you're seeing with the new young D player, DP Brewer, where we can use a little bit more money to sign, like you said, one of those guys that's hungry on the way up. I think we appreciate that. And I think the guys that do come over and think they'll have one last hurrah, they're quickly, you know, reminded that, this is a very tough and physical league. Maybe not as technical as we want it to be, but it's getting better every year. And those guys, they don't have a good time in MLS. So I'm glad that you're looking in that direction.
4: Well, I think you know you also have to say that when you talk about the uh, the retirement league, I think that days are really gone. Yeah. You do see that more and more teams, uh, you know, not really going for that huge names anymore, paying unbelievable salaries some of the teams Ross are spending now also already on, on transfer fees and bring players in who are still having a certain way to go i think that is also where you make the league better uh, i think for us uh, as as st louis city it's uh, some teams using that big names as a as a kind of pr promotion thing to fill up a stadium i believe we don't need a big older name to fill up a stadium our stadium will be full because it's a soccer city our stadium will be full because people were waiting for this moment for a very long time and we want to really do our PR with playing good, honest, hard-working football. I think that would attract people here in the city and not some has been, which uh, really uh, achieved a lot in his life. So I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm so you're not, not going to be playing goalie. No, no. <laughs> 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 Wait, are you calling him a has been? Yeah. that what Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm not talking. I'm not all the. not no. talking down on, on them. No, no. Yeah, I oh, Because sometimes it, it really, it really works. Work, and yes, sometimes you
1: do get somebody who does want to still work. Yeah. And it. it it serves both
4: but don't get me wrong we also can't play with uh, 25 kids you know we need also to have some experienced players players who can lead the young players on the field as well as in the changing room so we can't only expect 22 and 23 year olds on the field there will be also a few experienced professional players who who have a certain level already seen everything they will be there but when we're talking about the typical DP selection then we will definitely go a different direction.
0: And it's been a little bit different for St. Louis as opposed to the other expansion teams because we've had this pandemic slow down everything for a year. You know, it, it gave you more time, like you said earlier, to watch the games and watch the people. Is it, is it making these selections and these choices about that style and about that attitude easier, harder, or is it really not changing anything? Is it still kind of the same focus?
4: I mean, it gives me uh, a bit more time to to get used to the league, and I, I really watch every game uh, back and forth as much as I can. I also was before the Euros. I was at, at the East Coast for a while and, and watched quite a few games there to get also uh, a feeling for the for the speed of play. I think it's very important to to get it from the stands or even sometimes from the field level to see that. So I have a, a way to compare it to to, for example, to the Bundesliga. Um, but for me, that extra year. Uh, the professional team, of course, it gives us a little bit more time to, to, to focus and to, to, to also, I would say, to observe the market, but especially to put even more focus and even more detailed work into our academy, into the way we want to play, into the coaches, but especially also in our community setup. I think that was really good because we really can focus on the, on the foundation and thinking only about the pro team. That is a typical short-term thinking. I think the most important thing is the long-term thinking and the the medium-way thinking, and that is how do we change the face of of players here? How do we get as many talented youngsters in the system? How do we make make our community more and more interested in the beautiful game? And how do we really have, and that was from day one, my biggest goal and and the owner's biggest goal, and I think the whole whole franchise biggest goal, we want to have the best youth development system the best academy in north america it's a big goal but if we don't think big we will not achieve that so we need to really focus on that and yeah i think that that is the the, the very positive outcome from that having an extra year
0: and, and i can't help but re- remember back in the what was it 0402 euro where germany had problems and they restructured everything where yeah. they just said that's it we're blowing up the system bringing it in from the base on up and and making sure the focus was there on those young players first.
4: They're doing it now again because the German system right now proved it now in the second big tournament that it doesn't really work anymore. Then we talk about about philosophies that having a a pure um, game based on lots of possession and, and passing. You saw what happened in Russia, you saw now what happened at the Euros. Teams which are more aggressive, pushed higher up, playing on a very high intensity level and focused a lot on transition. Once I win the ball, what do I do? In that quick moment, I think that really had a big impact in the in the last tournaments. And look at the way Belgium played, especially the way Italy played. I mean, they did it to, uh, to perfection, to change, sit, sitting sometimes deep, but in the in decisive moments they pressed like crazy, going into counter-pressing, and that's what made them into the European champions.
1: And I think, you know, we said we have an extra year, but we're going to fill that year because starting very soon, uh, we've got the Academy team coming up, and then now we know MLS D3 is going to be starting, which we've heard you guys are going to field the team in. Um, is that exciting for you to actually get on the field? Obviously, the group around you is doing tons of stuff, outreach, talking to fans, putting up billboards, putting out renderings of stadiums, which are all nice, but, but you're a soccer guy. You're a football guy. Are you excited to actually get out on the field and and work with these kids?
4: Yeah, I'm already excited because we are on the field now since yeah. uh, since quite a few days and and it's really fun. It's it, it's great to see that the, the you know the boys are already growing together as a team. Um, we have a bit of time on that, but also that 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 LDL team is I think for us uh, with our with our uh, long term plan, it's a really important step in the right direction because it gives an opportunity to have these players born in 04, 05, to play already at, uh, at uh, I would call it, a professional level, but at a young professional level. Yeah. And that is uh, uh, already being, uh, you know, looking now, we're talking about in a few days, we are already in August. So we're coming into the last third of the year already. And uh, early next year, we will start already the preseason with this LDL team and, and playing parallel to the MLS in 2022. I think that's uh, uh, also another milestone. Uh, and especially to close that gap from an academy player to become straight up an MLS player, that is very difficult. That transition squad, that transition team uh, in the L.D.L. It is for us as a as a new franchise really, really important and a big focus. And, and I think those
1: games are a lot of fun too. I mean, we've we've watched U.S.L. both at Division Three and Division Two now, um,
0: and Division Four. Four,
1: But you see a lot of, of young talent where you can see all the pieces are there. They just need a little bit more seasoning. And they get a little competition, real competition, not just in training. Um, I think it just makes the players better. And it can be exciting for the fans to watch. So we're excited, even though we have to wait till 2023 to watch the first team play, we can see a little bit of what you're putting together, the philosophy, as you say. See what these guys are doing. And maybe even get a glimpse at a couple of players who, maybe not the first year, but eventually we may see trickle into that starting team.
4: Yeah, I mean, the big goal is definitely to have, you know, from our first academy team, as well as from the LDL team, that that, that some of the boys are, uh, will be in the big MLS setup. I mean, that, that's a goal, and I think that's a realistic goal. Uh, having a, have to build a completely new MLS team, so basically need to sign every single player. We don't have to, carry players over we're starting at zero which gives it and it's also an easier way uh, to to actually push and promote our local talent into into that first group um yeah and and, and as you said uh, i think uh, the good thing about the ldl team is now playing against other mls franchises with very young players all in the age of 17 18 19 20 you know really trying to focus on be below under 21 but still be able to add a few uh, pro players, which are a little bit older, just to get the mixture right. Um, I think that's already also for the fans, uh, for our community, uh, something which is worthwhile watching. To be there, to watch it, to support as a kind of a, an appetizer for uh, for 2023. Do we know where they'll be playing yet, ma'am? Uh,
3: more news on that coming. But just, <laughs> just, just to follow up on on that, I, I think, you know, on the marketing side, you know, you hear Lutz talk a lot about, you know, the philosophy and kind of what's building. And I think it, it, it's such a unique opportunity for our fans to, you know, be on that journey journey as we build this up to the first team, where if we were building this backwards and we had a first team and we were adding an LDL team and MLS next team. like Which,
1: unfortunately, is the way a lot of MLS teams. That's right. I mean. Out of necessity, have had to do it, That's, but yeah. I kind of like the fact that we can build up.
3: So we can we can build up, and fans really get to be on that journey with us, figuring out how all these teams and puzzle pieces all fit together as a, as an anticipation towards 2023. So we think it's a it's it's a it as <laughs> Lutz has problems with his uh, microphone
4: here. It's just swallowed it, yeah.
3: You, you uh, know what I mean that that we can almost educate as as this uh, as this puzzle kind of builds itself out. Yeah, it's really kind of it's really kind of <laughs> unique.
1: Um, one of the reasons I was excited to have you on, Lutz, aside to, from talking about our academy and all the things we're looking forward to, um, your playing career. Obviously, I mean, there's a book about it. <laughs> uh, you're one of the few players, if not the only player, to have played everywhere. All like, six. Everywhere.
0: FIFA, whatever they're <laughs> yeah. as we're
1: As we're fans and we're supporters, and you're speaking to a lot of supporters, on this podcast. Maybe talk a little bit about the differences of fans around the world and and what you like about some and and how it can really help a player when you're out there, especially in the waning minutes of a hundred degree day like today, (laughs) to have the crowd behind you.
4: Yeah, you know, I mean, uh, being really fortunate to have played on all six FIFA continents, or confederations, however you want to call it, and and lucky enough, well, it's not really that important, but I'm the only one. so far, maybe it will be broken one day. I don't really... <laughs> I mean, it's, it's not that important anymore. Tired. Um, yeah. But, um, you know, I, I think, uh, yeah, Every uh, not just every continent, but mostly every country have a different kind of uh, fan culture. So uh, from, from there is really positive uh, things, but there is also sometimes really negative influences as well. I mean uh, and if you if you look through uh, you know some of the experiences I made uh, uh, for example in in, in Africa uh, playing in Champions League football in front of hundred thousand people, where it is just one happy mood in the stadium where basically hundred thousand or eighty thousand people are singing clapping and dancing. It was like a, a, always a, a complete different atmosphere than, than playing in, in, in other countries where uh, if you're playing at home, you're having a great time, if you're playing away. You basically, especially as a goalkeeper, uh, <laughs> you, you, you can suffer yes. quite a lot which was for me personally, as more as I got abused, the better I played. So, uh, you know, to have a group of fans behind you give you really a hard time. I think it always can, can, can trigger, trigger your, your emotion to something positive. I mean, I, I made, I made uh, for example, to be fair, in, in, in Germany, I think some of the fans, mostly some of the typical traditional clubs, uh, clubs which uh, believe everything was great in the 80s if it should have stayed like that. Um, that fan base is having a bit of an issue to, to, to get used to the more modern approach of, of, of football. And I mean, I, I said that in an interview before, you know, right now people driving already with cars uh, to, the, to the stadium. But uh, probably a hundred years ago, they were riding on donkeys. <laughs> and, uh, and, and that also that also changes. So I think now the modern approach, the modern way uh, of, of, of going different avenues, I think this is very important. And that can sometimes be considered quite negative uh, in, 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 for example, in the German League, where the fifty plus one uh, is a, is a big thing. In Italy, Spain, England, you c- an investor can buy a club. In the United States, it's normal that somebody owes a club, yeah. but in the German pyramid, it's uh, it's not possible. It's everybody's a people's club, and that can work well, or it can work not so well, depending really on the on the tradition of of, of the club. So there, you you know, you can you can have you can have a nightmare if things don't <laughs> go your way. <laughs> uh, I I like I always will like the way the way uh, the fans are in England because you never really get booed. There is always nothing or you getting you getting clapped off uh, even if you lose a game i think uh, i remember when southampton lost i think 9 1 <laughs> people were still uh, didn't want to kill them they still actually were, were, were <laughs> <supportive>. <laughs> uh, in other in other uh, fan cultures it would be a different yeah. story um and i mean and also i mean I, you know i made my experiences playing over here in north america where um, <coughs> i have that really probably funny story when we played with vancouver whitecaps against la galaxy and it was like uh, completely sold out. I think seventy thousand in BC Place, and uh, Landon Donovan had a free kick, uh, top corner, and I saved it. And from these eighty thousand people, probably five six thousand were politely clapping. <laughs> <laughs> so it was quite a good save. Yeah. And uh, like one minute later, David Beckham made a throw-in, and then the other seventy-five <laughs> thousand were clapping like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that made me feel a bit special in this moment. Uh, but I think that's also something which has really changed and that was that, that stage as you mentioned before where like the big names helped to promote yeah. the game over here but things are really have gone in a, in, a, in a really great direction there is so much more like like I would call it honest support not just the show pony support where you supporting a, a former world-class player and that is a uh, I think always it depends on the on the city on the culture and that is one of the things which I realized here uh, St. Louis is a soccer city, it's a sober community, there is lots of hunger to, 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 to play successful football here and, 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 and that's one of the great things and I really believe having a, a great group of supporters, different supporter groups, you know, like people who really are behind that team, it's like uh, that word being the 12th man, uh, it doesn't come from, from for a coincidence, it's really the way it is. You know, If you have people behind you, if, if you know things are not going well, there is there is twenty-two 22,500 people there who push you to actually get it straight and be better. Or if you're doing well, they really even support you more. I think that is, however it goes, they always will be there for you. And if you create that kind of, I would call it, uh, thinking also in the head of the players, in the head of the whole club, uh, then uh, yeah, every home game is like a I would call it like a little party like a little festival. and as I said, yeah. the other guys who are coming in here they should uh, they I mean I, I know that I already heard that and uh, I was told that for many groups uh, you know the fans, even against the opposition team, they're always fair and they're always quite polite uh, but when it comes to supporting your own team, they can be then really enthusiastic <laughs> and I think I think to have, that special atmosphere just out there. If I look out of the window, I think that can have a big, big influence, uh, you know, maybe picking up the one or the other point extra in the season.
0: I like the idea of calling it a festival of games. Yes. I think we're gonna yes. change that. No longer is it a tailgate, it's gonna be a festival, festival. now. <laughs> because we were lucky enough though, because last Wednesday we went uh, as a group with the, with the St. Louis City people to go to the Cauldron. A lot of us have been there many times, both supporting our own club or just supporting what was going on that weekend. And then Saturday a whole bunch of us went up to Madison to watch Third, divi- third Division
1: Third Division
0: USL and their changes <laughs> but it was the same kind of thing where it was a little bit younger crowd but it was still that enthusiastic go the whole time and so we're seeing it on all these different levels being being able to bring that and hear the reception that it's going to be from your
3: perspective is fantastic. So the question is Matt what are you going to do for us? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think, again, like, we're, we're still such in the formative stages of the club and the stadium, and, you know, to have the, you know, the eloquence of, of Lutz and the experiences that he just went through, I mean, he weighs in on the fan experience frequently, and what he wants that environment to be, and how that will be reflected in the style of play, and, and so we get to, you know, bring all of these little ingredients into this, you know, recipe that we're making. So, um, you know, it, it's that was such marketing speak. It's good. It was good. Well, it I, didn't rolled, even, I
4: didn't understand what he meant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just ro- rolled right Synergy. Up synergy. I didn't say synergy. I said it.
3: I, I was parlaying it back to food. This, Parlay. This, this this recipe that we're making, right. but. Um, I mean, it, you know, we we've spent a lot of time the last couple of months, you know, meet, meeting with with you all, meeting with our fan experience council, getting opinions from Lutz, and putting all these things together and getting opinions for ultimately what do we want to craft together, um, and that's ultimately, you know, the the, the supporter section, 3,000 seats and a 22,000 seat venue, um, that really exists as this heartbeat. So we have a unique moment in time to work with these groups on. Where are the drum platforms? Where are the t four rigging? Um, what should that concession stand be outside the supporter section to get in, get out? Um so it, it's been it's been a lot of fun. and and while the building continues to progress like crazy, some of the inside details of really how that game experience will function are really heating up now, and we're going to see that continue to progress over the next year. I feel like you could tell a lot of things if maybe we had an event coming up
0: that you could <laughs> say these th- these That speeches would be convenient. At, it would be really convenient. I almost feel like we're in a building that could host something like that. Brad, do you have any ideas about that?
1: Probably not the third floor. No, not the third but floor. But if they had a second floor.
0: With like a ballroom area? Yeah, that would be ideal. Sarah, what do you think? That sounds great. Should we do it? Yeah, okay. second floor. So how about Saturday? Are you, are you busy
3: Saturday night? Uh, I am. I will be at the... Uh, Your event, oh wow! Yeah, meet the meet the Luligans event, which you know I'm excited. People at the club are excited. Um, It's a chance to come out. You know, I'd say. We saw a lot of opportunities in the last year, you know, this extra year to, you know, build a stadium, open it up on time, ready for our first season. One of the things that was extremely and sorely missed is just being out in a pub with you all, watching games, talking about soccer, watching soccer. And, um, Speaking of
1: which, we all have to put masks on again this weekend. I know. <laughs> it,
3: it, it, it's a bummer, but, you know, we'll, we'll get through it. And um, just to be out, um, you know, in person talking about these types of things, um, I, you know, myself and others at the club are really excited about that. So we'll, we'll we see. On Saturday,
1: we do want to emphasize it's not just for Luligans. I mean, Lutz mentioned it. It, we're not talking about just the 3,000 seats on this end. We need 22,500 people, if not more, standing outside. That's right, screaming and being devoted to this club. Now, we may not all stand together or sit together, but this event this weekend is for any fan of St. Louis City. Especially if they were interested in the supporters section, because we're going to be talking a little bit specifically about that stuff. But even if you're not, come out, hang out, have some fun, you know, meet some of the St. Louis City front office who's going to be around and ask questions.
3: Yeah, and I think it's an an important, again, educational opportunity where it is unlike any other sports in North America. It it is, you know, you you will find supporter culture to be diverse, inclusive, uh, high on passion, high on energy, uh, philanthropic. So there are a lot of different ways that I think people gravitate towards soccer culture. And I think it's a, you know, it's a good event for, you know, folks that are young, young and old to come out and, and just hang out, talk soccer.
1: Yeah. We're celebrating our 11th birthday actually last week. Um, but I tell people all the time, we all started it at some point and everybody has that moment that they consider, oh, that was my best soccer memory. I mean, <laughs> I'm sure growing up, you have moments in your fandom where you're like, oh, I can't believe I was at that game or, or whatever. Come out, start coming because there are going to be more of those moments, and you guys are building a team that is going to provide those moments for a lot of new fans. Maybe you're not the most knowledgeable about soccer. Come out. Let's have some fun. And I think uh, this is a perfect opportunity to meet some fans, and uh, we promise we won't bite you if you come out this weekend. Well, <laughs> so, well, yeah, masks so, on. so Liz yeah. isn't coming? Liz isn't coming. Okay. No, Liz is not okay. coming. Yeah. So, uh, anything else you want to mention about this weekend? Uh, no? I, no,
3: I don't think so. We'll, we'll be there. We're, we're looking forward to it. And and if and, you know if you can't make it out this, this Saturday, you know Saturday will be a good opportunity to not only hang out, meet some meet some folks, um, but you can literally take a look at the stadium right across the street. It's crazy, um, and it's pretty magnificent at night. Um, Every time, uh, you know, we we all kind of get heads down into our our day-to-day work at times. And every time I come out here, I was out here on Monday, I'm here today. uh, It it is such a good reset, you know, for me on on the size, scale, and importance of of what we're doing. And I think Um, if
1: if you're like me, you see the updates on Twitter, the pictures, the videos. When you actually see it, you realize, oh my God, it's right there. And it's huge. And we're going to be, in two years watching our team right there it's pretty impressive
3: it is yeah and and even you know this this realization that you know in this first year that we were building the stadium not a lot of people had even left their house and they haven't they hadn't come down downtown so if you can't make it out Saturday hopefully you can but if you can't like I encourage you know drive down drive to Union Station come by drive by the stadium take some pictures it's um it's pretty 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 awesome and follow Stephen Hale on
0: Twitter if you don't he's the brewmaster here at Schlafly he gets up on the roof and takes video. <laughs> he does, and, takes he a video. Does. And, and when I say gets on the roof, he's on the edge of the yeah. roof. Like when I, when I first started seeing it, I was like, oh, he's just up on the roof. And then I look, you know, kind of a, a perspective when I got here and I'm like, oh my God, he's on the edge of the roof. I'm afraid of heights, I'm not doing that. And so. he will actually
1: be at our event this Saturday. So if you've been enjoying those videos, come out and thank him. Uh, we're gonna have some other uh, media members here. We're gonna have Dave Lang, the author of Soccer Made in St. Louis. He's writing a new edition. Uh, and he wants to talk to some fans about the upcoming MLS team and how we feel about it. Uh, I want to mention, you mentioned philanthropy. We're going to be taking a collection for Spencer that day, a uh, special needs soccer organization here in St. Louis. They do amazing work. And we know a lot of people who have gotten into soccer because they were given a chance to play, which I know is important to you guys with your, your community projects you're working on. and and it's not just about the academy it's not just about the first team it's getting the community involved and getting kids to play because when you play you become a fan so uh, we like to tie it all in and i think that's going to be
0: special too so that's all i got you guys got anything we're going to let you guys go so you're not taking up all of your weeknight i mean we know you have busy lives. You don't want to just sit and hang out with us the whole time. It was
3: great. No, thank, thanks, thanks for all you do, and we uh, look forward to seeing you Saturday night.
0: Yeah, And this has been great too because I think the best, one of the best things is we, hearing what loose's direction is. My mind, and I'm sure other people listening are going to start going, oh my god, this is what I'm expecting to. Like you start to get that vision in your head, and you start to see what it's going to be, and you know you're hitting the right beats with a lot of us. You know we have that. Push and the you know hard working and it's like those just hit those St. Louis beats so hard.
1: That I do want to caution you, Cincinnati said a lot of the right things too.
3: I <laughs> <laughs> have a beautiful stadium. <laughs> they they did.
0: That was fun. <sighs> Yes, it was nice. Sarah Sarah made a great comment in between here. She said it kind of felt like a first date. Yeah, yeah. kind of feeling each other out. Yeah, kind of, you know,
2: and like you guys got to look at him. I sat next to him, yeah. so it was
0: so you were in a. It was a movie first date.
2: It, it was super weird. Were you no, done it next was like him? sitting at the next to each other at a booth.
0: Um, uh, that, you know. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, so you're saying you're gonna start dating Lutz is what I'm hearing. Say, I don't think so okay. I was gonna say I know. don't think his wife. I don't think his wife would be appreciative.
2: <laughs> no, but you guys kept making me fix his mic, so. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, gravity <laughs> I is. I don't know what I'm doing. Gravity's a motherfucker. Not, none of us know.
2: Unplug and plug stuff back in.
0: Hey. That's, hey. That's but you know what? Job. As a professional media guy, he knew what to do. He took care of it once he realized that it was going from eye level to chest level.
1: <laughs> um, oh no, yeah. No, it was good. Uh, we obviously could have spent a lot more time with him. They had a hard out. They had to get out, I understand. Um, but I think it was good to at least touch on some of the topics, uh, maybe spoke to him longer than he gets on the you know five minutes on a morning show that he's done here and there, or just the sound bites we read in the paper. Um, but I think you know he touched on a lot of the things that we talk about, like blue-collar soccer, hard, you know, Pressing youth development on up, yeah. I think I mean all, everybody who listens to that should be encouraged by it. Obviously, you know what what is said and what happens don't always you know turn out. That's but, my thing. Like hmm.
2: we've been hearing the right things for well, several
1: years, and but. I joked with him since he said all the right things too. Yep. You know you have to yep. put it put it to work. You have to see it happen. And yep. I mean, again, as I'm looking out this window and seeing the stadium, it's right there. We're very close. Uh, I do think it's going to be nice to see the Academy team and the development team mm-hmm. uh, play that style. I mean, the style he described is attractive to watch.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Again, let's, let's, let's I, hold our you know, applause I, until we but see But
0: I, d- I do think that that style is probably what a lot of people are going for. It's actually yeah. putting it together is going to be the hard part. But I do like the concept of the system idea. It's very much like, like the old Dutch football team that you know. Hey, I can take you out and put somebody else in, and it'll you know the piece is still fit. And and I tried to make the point, and I, I don't know that he
1: responded to it like I thought he would. But occasionally, you do get a player that is so good at what they do, and and I mean, we can in a small scale we can talk about like with a Corey Corey Herzog. Yeah, Corey Herzog has skill and talent and you have to put him in a position where he can use his God-given abilities. Right. We tried to force him to play a system. Yeah. And it didn't work. Nope. And you can say that for Revis. You can say it for, you know, other players. I will
2: definitely say that for Revis.
1: So I, I want us to have an idea. I want us to have a system. I want us to have an, a philosophy as he was saying, but I also want it to be flexible enough where if you get a guy that you can use a guy's, talents the best way you know we can't just force round
0: pegs into square holes
2: no because you don't win that way and then like what does that do to the player
1: right
0: well and the other players too yeah you know mm-hmm. all of a sudden it becomes a locker room cancer and yep then they're asking to leave and it so becomes a problem it's very easy to say all
1: the right things right but once you start getting physical humans mm-hmm. <laughs> and you have to move them around and uh we'll see what happens again I mentioned it with the head coach, you know, yeah, you got to find a guy who wants to play your system, but every head coach became a head coach because they do things their way. Yep. And yes, you can find a guy who, who is sympathetic and buys into the philosophy, but they're going to want to do it their
0: own way. But, yeah. I, but I doubt it's going to be militant.
1: You know, I think there is no, going to no, be a right. leeway,
0: a give and take there. I mean, I would... If it's not, it's going to be disastrous beyond belief, and right. or or it will be impossible to find a coach that fits that fits right. and is successful. Right. And that's why I said it's it, there's got to be some leeway give yeah. and take. I one of the things that did give me hope for the future on the way out, he had to hit the gong that's hanging from the yes. ceiling. Yes, yeah. so so that was that was important.
1: Yeah, I'm sure Matt Sievick will be sharing the video of Lutz hitting the gong at Schlafly. Yeah, um, but other than that, I thought it was a good conversation. Um, I did want to mention, you know, we talked a little bit about supporters around the world. Um, We went to Forward Madison this weekend. We did. And we had a good time. Um, We had a great time. Yeah, a really great time. Yes. And I think key to that is it's not that they did it better than anybody else. It's they did it their own way. Yep. And it was very uniquely Madison. Madison. (laughs) And I think when you go to other good places and see, it's not that oh, they're louder or their drums are better. It's like they're doing it their own way. Yeah. And Those are they? the places that I enjoy. And they have buy-in.
0: I think yeah. that's the other part, is yep. that when you have the entire section buying into what's going on, I think that helps.
1: And, I mean, it was a unique, um, you know, a small club downtown. Yeah. There was they, a cow. There was a cow. I touched it. Yeah. Um, oh, I
2: didn't know there was two. I just well, they have
1: one. two. I don't know if both of okay. them were there. But. I just touched the one. But, no, it, it was a really fun time. And I think, you know... Going out there and seeing what other clubs and other supporters do is good for you. It, it sort of, you know, rejuvenates you. So it makes you, I mean, obviously it made us sad because we wish we had our own game to go to this yeah. weekend. Uh, but I, I had a lot of fun. And we ju- we got to be fans. Sarah wasn't on duty. Yes. It was so that was not, one of like,
2: the... I have not danced for 90 minutes ever. Yeah. No. At St. No, Louis Never. Because it was always... You had something to do. Like, I had, you know.
0: We had to watch Brad.
2: Yeah. Well, <laughs> not him, but like, you watched I had
0: you to know. watch Sarah a little bit yeah. this weekend. You wa- and hey, then you both had to watch me at the end of the night I maintained. You did
2: maintain. I maintained. Very I did well. not.
0: Dude maintained. You
2: did pretty good You're through right. the game. Yeah. Uh, uh, through,
0: that, through the game,
1: yeah. The after yeah. party, you got a little stupid. Well, yeah. He bought four bottles of champagne. No, it was only three.
2: You s- I checked I think that there receipt. Was four.
0: I think there was a fourth. Oh, I may have drank the fourth. <laughs> <laughs>
2: We, we we came back with And a it bottle. wasn't champagne
0: It was Cava Okay Big oh, difference
2: Whatever You said champagne It looked like
0: champagne. It is basically But it's um, delicious
1: But that was fun I mean There was a good group Of Luligans Probably 40 of us Yeah there was 36 36 Okay and That's how
0: many tickets Were bought I should say 35 Because one Actually 34 Because two tickets Were not used That were purchased Okay So 34 But A good time was had the Oh but Madis- Jesse Daniels Bought his own So 35 Yeah, yeah. The Madison fans Were great Jesse Daniels' Jesse biggest Daniels. ups for the weekend: the boot and rally. <laughs> he phenomenal. He
2: rallied like I've never seen in person. I've
0: never seen a person rally like nope. that before in my life. It, Come back
1: with Jesus It was
0: <laughs> an amazing vomit.
2: I I heard it and I thought I need to continue on because I'm it. afraid. Yes. That like it'll make me also. I was to. worried the
0: body parts came out. Yeah. Like I then
2: like 20 minutes later, all I hear is. But he wanted any cheeses, and I turn around, and it's him. And he's just eating Normal.
1: Oh. Like he was bar hopping.
2: Spectacular.
1: <laughs> Way to go, Jesse.
2: Was, he said, "Sorry, I puked." No, ah, it was it was the right call. Oh yeah, hundred yeah. yep. percent.
0: He came back stronger than ever, <laughs> so I, I cannot argue with that concept at all.
2: That's a pro level rally.
0: It <laughs> is pro level. It's, it's <laughs> as I like to say, hashtag heavyweight.
1: That's right. <laughs> he yep. M- yep. nailed it.
2: Oh, he was great.
1: Um, That's a unified and champion a heavyweight. Of, yeah. And we
0: met a lot of other cool people from Madison. Mm-hmm. Good time overall. Big props to the Capo with the freshest kicks I've ever seen on a Capo stand. Yeah. The, the, the pink Air Force, and blue. Yeah. The pink and blue Air Force ones. Yep. Oh. I will Chef's say kiss.
2: like their Capos were what we need. Yes. Yeah. We have to get those types of people but
0: I do think it helps that they're young still new yeah and, and yep. both both the people that are doing it because they have the energy to do it right. and as a club yeah and as a environment and as a section overall it right. was a lot of youth in there yep. yeah
1: but they did a lot of really good things and yeah and just couldn't recommend it better Let if, Zach, if they
0: had Zach play, sit in with them on the drum yeah, corps Zach that was awesome
1: yeah. they are very cool so if, if you're trying to think of a place you want to go not that far away Mm -hmm. five six hour drive yeah um madison madison seemed like a cool town we weren't there for a long time but man i really liked it me too so if you're looking for a road trip just to get away for the weekend highly recommend madison yeah
0: now on the flip side
2: oh but wait before we go bad yeah they did raise money for st louis crisis nursery
0: i you took the words out of my mouth go ahead sarah okay
2: I, fr- I don't know how much it was But it was over $200 It was over $200 yeah.
0: It was close to 250 it, We didn't
2: even know They were doing that yep.
0: And awesome. and they gave us A signed Audi Jepsen jersey For our own donation raising, sure Which did. we will use For a raffle for, yep. you know another good cause um, Speaking of which Are we going to have A
1: raffle this Saturday? I think we should Raffle something Saturday Probably should Yeah, yeah. We're going to do Some attendance prizes Not sure exactly what um, We're going to have uh, Dog and cat treats So I can get them Out of my garage There we go uh, I mean, it's going to be a fun time again, you know, like we mentioned earlier, we need everybody to come out, not just Luligans.
0: And, and, and the other thing is too, is that if you're, if you've been around great chance to be an ambassador. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I know it's real easy to get into our clicks. You know, everybody does in these kind of events, but if you see a face, you don't recognize say hi,
2: man. If you give me a couple beers, I'll talk to anybody. Yep. I don't and care. I'm going
1: to, I'm going to have name tags.
2: Okay. <laughs> all
0: right. I'm writing your name uh, tag Sarah Court was
1: here the PR For the club she on her way out asked If, if she can bring kids because yep. her neighbor And their kids are interested. yes by all means Bring your kids uh, This is obviously You know the supporter section can get A little F wordy sometimes Especially if you're losing and Especially if you're near us, yeah, if you're near yeah, us. Yeah. But I mean this is the section As a whole I'm going to say Is family friendly Yes. Within reason. Within reason. It's yeah.
0: not go toss your kids over there and you know hang. Which out. We have seen yeah. people yes. drop their kids off. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. We're not babysitters. Yeah. But we
1: do look out
0: for the kids. Yeah. We look out for our kids mostly.
2: Yeah. Other people's kids. I don't know who they are. I would watch them. I would but say yeah, our, fine. our kids. Oh, I don't really have any children. It takes a
0: village. Yes. Yeah. Uh, um, I don't know. There's times where I think Ava wants to live with you instead of us. No, that makes fine.
2: sense. Jane went through that phase too. Yeah.
1: yeah. Great. I think, I'm screwed. Jane would still move in. You know. She <laughs> likes cats. You like cats. It's a
2: match made in heaven.
0: Yeah, but is. Jane's never leaving the house. That's, that's the sure. other. thing. Yeah, side. that's
2: the problem. She could. No, she's. I was gonna say she could clean all the time, but Maybe. no,
1: she's, actually she does. When she looking for yeah. she's looking for a roommate. Maybe. Um. <laughs> she
0: can't pay much. I wonder more right.
1: in addition to going to forward, we had a different experience um Sarah didn't go Nope, had work Sarah had, to work. had to work Mitch and I went to Kansas City with some of the St. Louis City people how
2: was that um
0: it was okay it was interesting uh, we got into two vans that they got from a rental company in town yeah huh. I, I, I I mean <laughs> take a take a guess um Something like I think Avis it was Avis
1: I think there were a couple different agendas for the trip and I don't think they always meshed well.
0: Or mm-hmm. com- or had conversations about their agendas.
1: Mm-hmm. But overall, I think mm-hmm. the reporters that went got to see the Cauldron, which, I mean, I think ideally that was, that was what it was for, was for mm-hmm. some of the reporters to see an MLS stadium in action that maybe they've never been to an MLS game and mm-hmm. to see a supporters group. Um, I wish there would have been more interaction with us, talking to us about... You know, here's what we do different, or right. or yeah, we're going to do that, but
0: here's here's our spin on it, and not just us in particular, us as in the fans that were there, because it wasn't just lulligans. No, there were it was yeah, non lulligans yeah. there too as well that are going to be part of this all, and, and and I think getting that spin that perspective from multiple people would have probably helped yeah. a little bit, but I also understand that you know when you're in the heat of something like that, it's hard to balance everything out
1: yeah and we also did get to talk to some of the members of the st louis city front office mm-hmm. meet caleb who's going to be working with the supporter section um, and talk about some of the things at the stadium that we liked some and we things. ate a lot of tacos we ate some tacos mm-hmm. um but like obviously their stadium was built before the latest round of stadiums it was the first what? wave of so, the. Yeah, yeah so they don't have the wall of supporter section. Right. I mean, they've got a nice supporter section. I'm not talking bad about but it's different than what it's going to be now. Yeah. But we we talked about, well, okay, it feels intimate. That's good.
2: Yeah, there's good things about that stadium, yeah. mm-hmm. that, that supporter section. Like, I do like that you can't just wander there from
0: yes. the, uh, yes. the rest of the stadium. Right. Yeah, and that was one thing, too. We got to see that they have a supporter section bar behind it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, or I don't want to say bar because it's got four or five beer stations and food stations and yeah and and that was neat it's a hangout mm-hmm. i don't think it's something that a lot of regular supporters that are going regularly will do because they're going to have other things in mind that they're going to do tailgates yeah. or right. bars or whatever but it is neat for maybe I, the yeah the i said s- if i was bringing my family
1: it would be great to go in there hang out a little bit
0: right yeah or the or the casuals that maybe have you know half a season in mm-hmm. the supporter section that haven't quite gotten into the full routine. It's a good way. I think the best thing it's going to do something like that does is introduce newer people to yeah. the, the supporter section.
1: Yeah. And I think, you know, the second half we watched from the little concourse above the cauldron, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. I was telling Caleb, you know, something like that is nice where, you, you watch the first half and you say, oh, I like what's going on over there. Right. Maybe I want to go over there. And maybe I'm not ready to get into the section. Right, yeah. But you can feel it, you yeah. know, adjacent to the section.
0: <laughs> well, and that was the other thing, too. We started off in a section that's next to the yeah. supporter section mm-hmm. in the standing room area. And so they could kind of get a feel for it from over <laughs> there. And I think that was important to see it. It was important for at least Brad and I, because we talked about it several times, to see a supporter section from a different perspective. Yeah. You know, because we've either been on the opposite side of the stadium because it's a competi- competitive right. game visitor yeah. section, yeah. or we're in it, yeah. you yeah. know, and it kind of like the Madison trip of not being able to, to have, have to work. It was interesting to see a supporter section and not have to worry what's going on or, or yeah. have a concern. Right. So being that close and seeing the interactions. And, and it goes back to, you know, what I
1: said about forward, um, Every city does it differently. Right. And part of that is the constraints of your stadium. I mean, you know, they can't do the wall because they don't have the wall. Yeah. But what they do, they do it really well. They do. I mean, Mm -hmm. there are a couple of Kansas City fans I can do without. But for the most Mm -hmm. part, the Cauldron is actually a really great place. And I've had, we've gone there for games as Luligans. Mm -hmm. I've gone there for games just as a fan because I'm going to an MLS game for fun. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a really good group. But every group does things a little differently, yeah. And so we need ours to have the St. Louis flavor, which I think we've been practicing and honing for eleven years, yeah. Uh, and it will change. It will have
0: to get bigger. It will have to get different. Yeah. But, but we've built something. And that's one of the things I would have liked to see in the media, yeah, it, it engage right. in that conversation. It, it, I think there was a, a few perspectives that we were going there to learn, mm-hmm. and we weren't there to learn. No, we were there to translate. Yeah, and and, and I think that got lost, and that was disappointing because that is disappointing because we did this for six years, mm-hmm. and if you came out to St. Louis FC, uh, like the photographer, of the Post Dispatch, David uh, Carson, Carson, great guy, he knew. talked to him he for a while. It. He yeah. knew he mm-hmm. got it, and he wanted to make sure that he captured it accurately. Right. So it was it was good. To have that I just wish more people would have done it but there's time yeah
2: yeah we got a couple
1: years but I think you know this event this weekend there are some media members coming I asked today you know on Twitter you know tag your favorites maybe somebody we didn't think of to invite
2: I was gonna tag last podcast because you said (laughs) I don't think they'll make it
1: but I mean I think everybody can have fun everybody can have a good time but this is the time for the local St. Louis media. And again, I'm not talking about the Luligans. I'm right. talking about St. Louis soccer fans in general. Yes. Which we need, you need to talk to these people. You need Soccer's a different game than baseball. Soccer's a different game than hockey. And I know you guys are great at covering those things. But if you want to cover soccer, you're going to have to get to know a little bit about how it works.
0: Right. Well, and that's the thing. I think that they know soccer, or they know NFL, they know Mm -hmm. hockey, they know, but even with hockey a lot Mm -hmm. of these guys didn't know it because not everybody has a hockey team you know, there are, football is monstrous, it's the 800 pound gorilla there are 30 something baseball teams, most major markets have one with soccer and hockey and the NBA, they're a little bit more limited and, and not as commonplace that you have a team having most of them, so they are going to have to adjust what they do they're going to, and not only that, but they're also going to have to change their mode. that three, four years ago, there was a lot of these guys saying, football, 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 soccer is sucks. Yep. Well, guess what? Now you have to start covering this. So yep. you need to change your tone. And, and if they don't, you know, I think we need to speak with our fingers and change the stations. Well, and I think that's,
1: that's also an opportunity for younger reporters, younger sports yep. people who... Let's let's face it. The demographics of soccer are younger, even though I'm old. You are an old. <laughs> um, but there's going to be people pop up that are, have find their niche with soccer, mm-hmm. and they will become important voices. and And we've seen some of them at yeah, St. Louis FC already. Yeah. Um, but now it's going to be on a bigger stage, and this is their time to shine. And and as consumers of media, you know, I always said it. Whenever Joe Lyons would write a St. Louis FC report hey, go, go retweet that. Go, yep. go give him a like. Not so much so other soccer fans can see it, but so his publishers and his editors can see, oh, a lot of people are interested in right. soccer coverage because that's the only way it's going to get better. Yep. So, I don't know. Should we tag somebody's toupee? <laughs> we should. Um, but anyway, mentioning this weekend again, I do want to hit the beats. Uh, raising money for Spencer. So we're going to do all the stickers and magnets and koozies and things like that just for a donation. Um, We're going to try to do a raffle of some sort. We are going to have some attendance prizes. Yep. Yep. Uh, soccer Master is going to be there. Maybe you haven't bought a city T-shirt yet or, or a city hat. Or hat.
0: Something.
2: I have it. I'm going to buy it from them.
1: And you can actually see them in person before you buy them, so you don't do like me and order off the internet and get a
0: T-shirt that's at a 45 degree angle <laughs> because Fanatics <laughs> is shit. <Yeah. laughs> uh, yep. Brad and I did talk about the Fanatics shirt on the uh, road trip that we thought we should have done our we should do our first. St. Louis city t-shirt at a 30 degree angle yeah. to honor fanatics. You want
2: Ryan Malashek to have a heart attack? I just don't
0: <laughs> not, I think he should get everything set up perfectly.
1: And yep. right before he presses it, just jerk the shirt a little. Yeah, <laughs> yeah yep. So everyone's just a little, yep. everything's Luligan. unique yeah. too. Yeah. No two shirts it's will be the same. Sometimes there's a fold and it just prints over the fold. <laughs> I think that would be amazing. <laughs> How great would that be? Um, in addition to all that stuff, we're going to have the different groups of the Luligans. So, yep maybe you're excited about getting involved with the tailgate guys and Mm -hmm. and maybe you're coming from ml uh, nfl and you missed that experience but you want to translate it we've got the guys to talk to yep Um, maybe you want to work on tifos we got people to talk to maybe you want to be involved with the drummers you know if you're the sousaphone player we are looking for come out
0: yep if Um, you want to stand and scream in the front and be the center of attention oh please please i have got a spot for you yeah if, um, or even if you're in a group that is traditionally uh, ignored by sports fans, yes. you know the LGBTQIA plus uh, the Thebes will be the there. Thebes will yes. be
2: there, and we've got some pretty great surprise little pieces of merch. There we go. for that day. God
0: damn it! Yep, they're always taking yep. it up a
1: notch. Hey, they are.
2: It's all for a donation.
1: But and I will mention a lot of soccer fans find their way to soccer because it's not one of your traditional sports. Right. Uh, it's it is an alternative crowd in some respects.
0: Bird frequently says
1: a niche sport gets niche fans. Right. Yeah, and that's great. A lot of people find a family here,
0: and and we're here for it.
2: And I will say about Saturday there. Um, if you have disabilities, you can't make it up steps. There's an elevator.
0: Mm-hmm. We found the elevator. Yep. Yep. We and, and, and if you're here and you need help, you know, we'll make, get, message us. Yep. Come get us. Social media us. Yep. We'll,
1: we'll come help. So and and. Obviously, we're at Schlafly, great beers.
0: Uh,
1: and again,
0: this is the best thing, looking out this window that's right here and seeing the stadium, seeing and, how close we are. And you
1: can see all of the videos and all of the pictures, but it's, seeing it in person is different. Like it's the, different.
0: Like some of the roof is up. Yeah. Like it, it wasn't there the last time I was down here. And I don't
2: know what that that is there.
0: That's called a crane, Sarah.
2: <laughs> no, I meant that cage looking thing. I don't know what that We're is. We're having a cage match.
0: Oh, I think I think that's for the roof installation. Oh, I think okay. that's scaffolding. Yeah, yeah. But or it's where it's the jail cell, like they have in the <laughs> Philadelphia stadiums. <laughs> we should they do that. <laughs> <laughs> <where> <laughs> they,
2: they have that Croatia? You just if you're going to be in that supporter yeah. section, they'll shut the yeah. gate.
0: Yeah, we'll will let you out ninety minutes after the game. Yeah, gate. the Jimmy yeah. Hoffa corner is right Jimmy here. Jimmy Hoffa, RIP.
1: <laughs> but seriously, it is impressive. So come down. Um, it's
2: legit right there.
1: And again, I, I mean this with all sincerity. If you don't want to be a Luligan, if you want to start your own supporters group, yep. come because we're going to have information about the supporter section. Yep. Matt was a little shy. He didn't want to mention it, but they are going to be making some announcements mm-hmm. about the supporter section. It's called the Fred. The Fred. Uh, yeah, that's what they're going to announce. The in name the Jimmy Hoffa end. Mm-hmm. Yes, in the Jimmy Hoffa corner. Um, but- we can also help because we've done it. Yeah, and and the thing is, there are like, some shortcuts.
2: Yeah, but I mean, we're not going to have every supporters group isn't going to have a tifo.
1: No, like you have we to all work have. Together. Yeah,
2: we all got to have the same. You got
1: to like, work we're together, all gonna be together. On chance, because yep. I've been in supporters sections where two different groups try to chant at the same time. Yeah, it's just a disaster. It's so awful. You know, no matter how big or small you want to be, maybe you just want to be a small supporters group like the Shoot Boys. Yeah. Or or Boone's Brigade, mm-hmm. who they're not really looking to grow, but they want to maintain their identity. Yeah, we can we can work with you. Yep. Um, so come out, and again, there may be people out there who who've never been to a professional soccer game, mm-hmm. and they're trying to decide what kind of tickets they should buy. Yeah, and the supporter section is tempting, but maybe they have a few questions because yep. they don't understand the safe standing. They don't understand the general admission. They right. don't understand, you know, can I stand there if I'm not a in a member of a group? Yes, mm-hmm. of course you can. But come out, ask those questions, ask us, ask the St. Louis City front office people that will be there. Yep. Um, and maybe we can help you make the right decision because ultimately we have to fill 22,500 seats. Right. And if, some and, of them aren't going to be in the supporter section.
0: Yep, And if you're a Luligan coming Saturday, try to wear a Luligan shirt if you have one. Mm-hmm. And if not, a scarf, just so those new people can find somebody wearing a shirt and say, hey, you're a Luligan. Yep. What's this about? Yes. And even if you're a new person that says, hey, I may not be the best person, mm-hmm. they can say, oh, well, that's Brad over there. Or yep. that's Sarah. Or that's Mark Gardner. Whoever it is. And speaking of
1: merch, we will be selling merch. So if you want to blend into the crowd, Mm -hmm. you can buy a t shirt, slip it on.
0: God damn it. People will think you've been forever. You just stepped on it. I'm sorry. You just stepped on it.
2: Mark Gardner of Your Electric.
0: That's right, Sarah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I love you, Mark. God
0: damn it, Bradley. Can we put 3148143897. Can we put that on the back? 3148143897. Can we put that on the back of the next t shirt? Just put Your Electric 314814. Yeah. And then both kinds. Both kinds. Hashtag (laughs) both kinds. That popped.
1: Um. So yeah, really, that's you know what I wanted to hit about Saturday. Uh, the show up, make noise, guys are going to be there. So yep. please come out and give them some encouragement. That's a new podcast that and they are killing. That it. is, mm-hmm. it is killing it.
0: Um,
2: they had leader Jake on.
0: They hmm. did, and I'm. I can't wait till Zach posts that up. Yep. Uh, uh, at some point, they are going to be split off to their own yes. feed here pretty soon. I have to figure it out. I thought I had it working last week. It didn't work the right way, oh. and I still have to actually submit their feed to a couple more cast systems to make sure that we get things correct. So it is ready to go on day one. But right but,
1: now, most of the most of our fans, there's a big overlap, so yeah. they're already subscribed to. And facility. you know,
0: if not, it still downloads. It still counts. Yeah, we don't yep. care.
1: But uh, those guys will be out there, and I know just because Zach is who Zach is, he's going to be asking questions and he's mm-hmm. gonna be getting opinions and he's gonna and include you'll hear it him. on his pod. And you'll hear
2: Zara. You'll hear him yes. throughout the room.
0: But there are gonna be You'll hear him in the stadium from here.
1: I yes. know I know the uh, St Louis S what is it? Soccer Report SC, SC soccer report. I can't even remember that those guys will be there. I was on their podcast recently. Yeah. Uh, talking about the event. I know the K T R S people will be there because Sarah was on KTRS this week.
2: Yeah, I kind of made it have to because I yeah. said it during the thing. Exactly. Yeah. Good for you. They Throw didn't. them out. Uh,
0: <laughs> but but you know choice. what, Brendan, Brendan has always been a friend exactly. of the Yeah, L- yeah. You know, so, yeah. Um
1: those guys will be there. Uh, these are all things that we want you to support. I think the Flyover Footy guys will be there. Mm-hmm. A couple of them are Luligans, so they'll definitely be there. Yeah. Um, but all of these different outlets talking about St. Louis soccer, uh, I know the Lou Boys podcast, they're, they were doing some good interviews with former St. Louis City, St. Louis FC players. See, yeah. I'm getting it all confused now. I know. Uh, but they're going to be making podcasts about St. Louis City. I mean, as Bird says, a rising tide lifts all boats. So come out if, you've, if you're if you a fan of any of these things and get to know these people because soccer is more fun with friends. Yep. Like, I wouldn't have as much fun at soccer games if I
0: wasn't with you guys.
2: We danced for 90 minutes We would there. have more and fun if Brad
0: wasn't with us. Well, that, <laughs> no, he that, was, no, he was like my best no, friend it was. Saturday. You know what? Honestly, it was great to see the both of you relaxed and enjoying a game and he not did. having you know why? Because she knew
1: that when we got back to the hotel, I yeah. wasn't going to be in her room farting it up. No, you weren't. <laughs> you farted you it up what, in your own room.
2: No, he
0: didn't fart.
1: Oh.
2: Or
0: at least if he did, I didn't know.
2: Yeah. So. No hot chicken.
0: Yeah, that's true. But uh, come out. You know what we should do on the way out, though? We should take a picture of the beer menu so people have something to look forward to on Saturday. That's a good idea. Because you know what? There are Mm. some very tasty beverages. The only problem is I don't
1: know if the beer menu is the same on the second floor bar as it is on the main
0: floor bar. It is because (laughs) I was on the second floor today. And all of the... Uh Oh, nice. Come on now. I'm a professional. Okay. So, second floor,
1: Schlafly Taproom, 7 p.m., saturday night don't show up early
0: no nope. because they they have an event before us so we'll be kind of rushed to get things together for our event yes show Please. up at 7 p.m yeah we won't actually start the conversation for at least a half hour yeah
1: you can have a few beers you can mingle you can chat with friends mm-hmm. and it's not a a formal program where we're gonna no. take up two hours of your time it's don't f-
2: wear no don't wear a ball gown
1: Uh, Why not? Well, you can't. Maybe I
0: I want to. I mean, if you want to, that's fine. God, I want one now. It's not necessary.
1: (laughs) But it's going to be very laid back. It's going to be, you know, just a chance to meet some fans. It's just hanging out. It's something that we don't get to do. We will introduce some people. We will make a few announcements. But more or less, it's just
0: come out and have a good time. Yep. I cannot wait. I am so excited. Me too. I think that's really about it. I mean, this has been a very productive evening. I think so. And we're just a couple days away from hanging out. That's the best part. Looking forward to it. I cannot wait. We will see you on Saturday.